Pulp MX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Howdy, howdy. Welcome in. I'm excited to be here. This is the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and Racetech. How in the heck are you guys doing out there? Welcome back. I took a week off. Sorry about that. <laughs> I was out traveling and had a bunch of tests to do, so I didn't make it in the studio. Normally, we don't really take a week off, but that does happen maybe three to four times a year. So we're back, and we're here to talk about some rubber. Not that kind of rubbers, just rubber in general. Tires, tread, compound, lean angle, all of those things you expect from a off-road motocross tire. We're here to talk about the Dunlop MX-34 release. I have been riding this tire. I went to Alabama to the Dunlop Proving Grounds, got to try it, uh, came home, and been riding the snot out of it to uh, give you guys some information as all of us media guys just had the chance this week to to ride it. But uh, I got a little bit of a jump on the, on the competition as I was riding this thing for about a week and a half, went to four different types of tracks. So we're going to break it down. And is it worth the money? We'll compare it to the 33. And yes, we'll compare it to the MX3S, my favorite front tire out there. Is it as good? Are they going backwards? Is it better than the 33? We're going to cover all this. No bullshit answers right here on this show. And try to make it fun for you while you guys are driving or sitting in the garage or whatever you guys are doing, listening to my idiotic voice talk to you about dirt bike parts. But first things first, let's pay some of these guys out here because they help us support this show and they support the sport. RockyMountainATVMC.com is the one and only one-stop shop for you guys to go. Save some money on your dirt bikes, street bikes, dual sport bikes, UTVs, ATVs, whatever you got. Click on KieferIncTesting.com and there's a RMATVMC banner. Just click on that sucker right there, and that leads you back to their website. And just live your life, do the shopping, and that gives us a snippet of what you guys are purchasing and helps us out. It really does. And see what you guys are purchasing, and it uh, keeps this show up and moving. It shows those guys that you actually like this show and uh, that you approve. So thank you for doing that, and thank you to the guys at RMATVMC. FXR Racing coming out with new vented Summerline gear. So be on the lookout for that. But if you are looking for some gear, Helium and Revo, Clutch, Podium, all kinds of gear out there for women and men and children, use the code KKMX35 to save yourself some money on the gear. And if you want to get a 6D code, I have one of those as well. Or if you're a lady and you want to be a little bit better than the men, which you ladies are, I'll give you a better deal. Hit me up, Chris, at KieferIncTesting.com, and I'll get you a lady code to save yourself some money on some gear. REP suspension, go get your oil, your seals, bushings, you know, whatever it is. Have Mark and the guys over there rebuild your forks and your shock. Um, they do great work. I uh, just have some stuff on a Honda right now as well as a Yamaha. And they do know Japanese models as well, not just the Austrian brands. They do great work there as well. But go visit them, REP Suspension. They are on the websites, internets, Instagrams, social media, everywhere. Go check them out at REP Suspension. They are in the AEO Power Sports building in Temecula, California, and they do great work. Use the code KKREP. To save yourself 100 bucks off of a revalve, that's pretty kick-ass. So go do it. Thank me later. Trust me. Uh, Power Motorsports, Works Connection, Lit Pro, Blood Lubricants, 6D Helmets, International Vet Motocross Association. They have some races coming up. Even if you're over the age of 30 and you want to go moto down and get some longer motos, that's the place to do it. I approve of racing. You guys, you older dudes, need to go race more. I have a bunch of buddies that don't race enough, and they expect to do well when they go race once or twice a year. Well, you're not going to do that unless you race 
a few more times to get your arm pumped down, your nerves down, and you can do that with like-minded people over at International Vet Motocross Association, which was previously oldtimersmx.com. ProTaper, ScreenPrintingDone.com. We just made Church of 350. If you guys are 350 lovers like myself, may or may not have one already, building one for a garage build at Racer X, we have them. They're going to be on the website here shortly. Heather will put those up. And uh, if you can't wait, like a lot of people have, the first batch have been sold out. I just got a second batch in, so they are here and ready to go. Heather at KieferInkTesting.com for Church of 350 shirts. They are badass. Uh, decal Works, official decals of Kiefer Ink Testing. Alpine Stars, Oakley, and Polysport. If you guys want to get a new set of plastic, we've been running Polysport over here, so you can get that over at Rocky Mountain ATV MC. All right, that's enough of the reads. I'm always, what, five minutes in? So, just like I said at the top of the show, Dunlop MX-34. It's a new tire. I've been waiting a while for this. Look at I tell the Dunlop guys I'm very vocal. I'm very honest. I'm, I pretty much tell it like it is how I feel on this show. I'm no different in real life when I talk to the Dunlop guys. They know I'm not a huge fan of the MX-33 front. just hasn't been my favorite tire. I feel like there's not a whole lot of lean angle traction. The carcass is um, fairly stiff. So for me, like deflection and certain things, just the comfort of the front tire is not what I like from a front tire. The Dunlop MX-3S tire, which they still do sell, by the way. For those of you guys telling me they don't, they do. Maybe a little bit harder to find, but they do sell them. I know Cernix has them, Rocky Mountain has them, Motosport has them. All different kinds of of shops do have them. You can order them for your, from your local dealer. And I have no problem with the MX-33 rear. But it is a stiffer nature carcass tire. Uh, this wasn't as compliant as an MX-3S. So the reason for the MX-33 was to have a longer lifespan. And Dunlop created the MX-33 to give you that traction that we liked from the MX-3S, but also give you a longer life, which is tough to do. And I tell you guys this on the show all the time. If you're looking for both, you're not going to find it. You got to decide on who you are. Are you a type of rider that... I want durability out of my tire and less performance? Or do you want performance and less durability? It's very, 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 very tough. That's right, five varies. Very tough to blend, weave those together. It, it, it just can't do it. So Dunlop did the 33 because all of us idiots, I don't say all of us, I kind of knew about it, but... A lot of people were complaining, oh, my knobs are chunking on the 3S. I, you know, I'm, I'm on my fourth or fifth ride, and my knobs are chunking. Not considering they're using a soft to intermediate tire on hard pack terrain, which is fine. I approve of, but you know that your wear is going to be much faster than you are going to have a, a intermediate to hard terrain tire. So Dunlop created the MX-33 to give you some more longevity, but you guys are bitching now, I'm bitching, about that you didn't like the lean angle or the traction as much as the 3S. Well, here we are, folks. Here we are on the MX-34. They listened to us. Uh, they heard all of our bitching, and they went to work to try to make a tire that gave us some more lean angle traction, gave us some more forward bite, allowed us good braking feel, and gave us, or tried to give us a better carcass uh, on initial touch, bump comfort, things like that. So, although hard to do, it can be done. It is nice to see Dunlop evolving their tires. Um, for me, like I feel like they come out with a new tire every three to four years. Um, they're keeping up with what we want as a consumer and the demands that we want from a tire. So, I do like that. And for me... Uh, I wanted to feel and try what they these guys are doing back in Alabama. So Clark Styles, Jesse Wentland are the R&D guys at Dunlop, and they are in Huntsville, Alabama at the Dunlop Proving Grounds. Um, you can check out the video over on racerxonline.com. But I went back there and just looked at the facility, walked around, rode the tracks, rode a couple different brands, oh, not brands, rode a couple different sizes of tires on the MX-34 side, and got a feel of it. So 
The Dunlop Proving Grounds are are pretty impressive. They have a car facility, and this is all an R and D facility. It's that's it. They don't um, make the tires there. Um, they stock some tires as far as R and D purposes, but they don't stock anything to ship out. Um, they're not a distributor area for Dunlop. This is strictly just for R and D purposes. So, the car side is there. Uh, the two-wheel on-road side is there, and as well as off-road and motocross. So they have a supercross track, and they have an outdoor motocross track, and they have some trails on the facility as well, but they do a lot of their durability in another uh, part of the U.S., and they have uh, a loop they do, and they do durability in somewhere else. But I have heard that they do motocross durab- durability there in Alabama, among other areas, but they do a lot of it there. So... Uh, in Alabama, if you guys live there, you guys know what the dirt is like. It is heaven. Uh, Monster Mountain is my favorite track to to ride, period. it It's not quite like that in Huntsville. It's a little bit more hard pack, slick, um, good loam on top, but then it gets to a hard base. Some of the track that I rode, it reminds me of Washington, where you're in the shaded in the woods and you have some roots and some things, and it's a little bit slick. So you get a blend of... It's more of like an intermediate type of terrain. It's not a soft terrain by any means. So um, for me, um, I thought it was a good test. Uh, I thought uh, the area itself was was really nice to evaluate tires, especially for carcass comfort. Uh, the Supercross track is just like what you saw back in the day at Yogi's Ezra Lust Place. It's red clay, hard pack, and uh, the Supercross track is to scale. And they just had it redone. So a huge area. They got a shop right next to the tracks. They got a couple mechanics that take care of the bikes. And just overall, the area is really nice to test and to actually get a feel of what they're trying to offer the consumer. Uh, Clark Styles, if you guys remember him, he was in uh, a Supercross racer for many years. Um, Subway Honda team. Uh, Jesse Wentland, he was a privateer coming up through the ranks and a really a good amateur racer. And accomplished a lot in his career, but obviously he was in his mid-20s thinking, hey, I'm starting a family, I need to move on with my life, and wanted to uh, ride dirt bikes for a living and make some money, and and here he is, right? So he's working at the R&D Center in uh, Huntsville, Alabama, and he's working under Clark Styles, so uh, a great guy to work under. If you guys don't know Clark, um, just a good old boy, very humble, um, not a very loud, outspoken gentleman, but... um, down to the point, and um, yeah, just a good dude, uh, just a quality human being, and Jesse's learning a lot from Clark, so I think that that team over there is going to, for me, and and I'm trying to, to put this in the, in the correct terms here, you're only as good as your R&D team, I feel like. When you can build a great product, or try to, but your R&D team has to um, not be such a yes man when it comes to having a company build a product and you got this R&D team and you're like, yeah, that's pretty good. Let's just offer that. And they don't really dig down or want to hurt feelings. As an R&D writer, sometimes you got to hurt the engineer's feelings. I don't know how many times I've been a part of a test and I just really wasn't a fan of the part. And I had to tell them, hey, this is not working. This is what I feel. I feel like we can make this better in this areas. And some of these engineers get butt hurt. So it's nice that these two guys, I don't think are yes men. They will tell Dunlop if they're going in the right direction or not. So uh, I feel like this 34, I was had high hopes for it, right? Because they knew um, how down I was on the MX-33 front tire. I am guilty of this, guys. I have tried the MX-53 tire, and I thought that was really good. I would rather run an M- MX-53 front than an MX-33 front just because I feel like I have a little bit more consistency with the 53 front than the 33. So um, I thought it was really good at one time when I first started testing the 53, and then I started riding it more, and I noticed some of the flaws that I don't like. So I am guilty of jumping the gun a little bit as well. So I've been really conscious of this in my test lately to give you a little bit more accurate info instead of just like a first impression. So with these tires, these 34s, instead of just doing the intro at LACR is what, where we're at, I rode uh, my track at home, I rode Cal City, I rode Glen Helen, and I rode Paris, and then I also went to Alabama. So I went to all different types of tracks, soft to intermediate to hard, and um, 
the 34 has impressed me as I've been riding it more. I will tell you this. When I went to Huntsville, Alabama, I was honest, and I told these guys I still feel like the MX-3S is a little bit better in a couple areas, specifically area two and three of the corner as I'm leaning. I thought the MX-34 front initially was really good on bump absorption, really amazing carcass feel, and that initial tip in, that that just lean in, I felt like the 34 was really good there, but then it kind of felt vague in corners. Now, I didn't want to jump the gun on that because I was on a bike that wasn't set up for me. I was on a Honda Sierra 450 that I haven't ridden in, you know, two to three weeks. So it's a brand new bike. It's hard for me to just rip off a statement slash judgment on something that really takes for the rider to be comfortable to really judge tires. I will tell you this. There is not another portion of the motorcycle besides tires that are tougher to evaluate than tires. And with that, you really have to be comfortable with the bike, know what the bike does and doesn't do, know its strengths, its its weaknesses, just so you know where the tire is is slipping up or where it's shining. You can't just hop on a bike that you're you're not really familiar with and just judge some tires. So I was careful to to really give the Dunlop guys too much of a positive review initially just because I wasn't that familiar with the track, with the bike, and I rode a shit ton of laps. I think I rode 42 laps that day, so I just wanted to make sure that I was giving them some good feedback. And then I I gave them some feedback initially, flew home, and then had a set of tires on my own bike that I ride normally, and then I really could pick apart this tire. So this is what I'm excited about to tell you. Two points of, of the bike that are really important that you guys want to have in order for you guys to ride fast and and be better. If you're looking to be a better motorcycle rider, you have to have good tires and a good set of suspension. Everything else, whatever. But your suspension's got to be somewhat set up for you, and then you got to have some good tires. I don't know how many tire tests I've been on, especially when I was at Dirt Rider Magazine, where they gave me six sets of tires and say, hey, we're doing a tire shootout judge these tires. I was riding on a set of tires sometimes six hours. I could not do nothing on the bike. Like I felt like I was a horrible guy, horrible rider. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't corner. I couldn't like scrub. I couldn't do nothing. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I can't even ride a dirt bike. But that is what shitty tires feel like. It'll make you feel like you can't ride. No matter what tire pressure adjustments you make or or whatever, sometimes the compound and the tread are just not right, and they will not allow you to be your best as a rider. So, this MX-34, I will say this. They are 100%, and I stand by this, 100% better than the MX-33 in all aspects. Every aspect. I didn't have a lot of complaints with the rear, okay? So, I'm not going to really pick apart the rear because... The MX-33 rear, I didn't really have too many complaints. Going from an MX-3S rear to an MX-33 front, I'm sorry, MX-3S rear to an MX-33 rear, I didn't have that many complaints and bitches as I did from the MX-3 front to the MX-33 front. That is when I really kind of like freaked out. I was like, holy shit, man. Uh, Please stop. Please don't stop making the MX-3S. I really wanted them to keep making it, and they did. So I was relieved. It was it was tough for me to ride the MX-33 at times just because it wasn't consistent enough for me. And it had decent lean angle, but I just it would wash at times. And just, I don't know, man, I just it was hard for me to deal with it. And I've been vocal about this for, for several years, and Dunlop knows this. So when I tell you guys that it is 100% better than the 33 in every aspect, that is the honest-to-God truth. And for me, I am really relieved because <laughs> I was hoping that they wouldn't go backwards. I was hoping that the front tire would get better, and it did. So a couple things here that you guys might like to know. There is a new front pattern, and you guys have seen this pattern on the Supercross bikes 
you guys have been watching, if you go to Vital Pit Bits, uh, these things, you will see the front tire tread pattern on these spec tires that these guys have been running the last two years or so. Uh, they updated the compound, they optimized the block design and the configuration to provide enhanced traction, durability, and a better mud evacuation system. This is what they're telling me, right? There is a larger spacing between the middle blocks and the shoulder blocks. That is that is a huge thing for lean angle traction. You need some of that clearing to get it out, that dirt. You need to spit it out of there. So that, for me, it, you'll need that for uh, lean angle traction. Okay, so going to the rear side, it also has a new rear pattern. Uh, you'll have taller knobs. The block configuration is a little bit different. Uh, the knobs are also wider in the center block. So there are some noticeable differences. You'll notice that there are splits within the knob now, um, especially on the side knobs where they can kind of get cleaned out, and it's for flex as well as for when you push that tire and you're leaning against it. So um, there are some visual differences within that uh, rear tire that, for me, uh, it almost looks like a flatter profile in those middle knobs, but they're saying it's taller. I didn't measure it myself, but for me, it just looked like it's uh, it's a little bit of a flatter po profile, and uh, that split in the knob would also can create, I guess, what you guys want to call it. I don't know much about the tread pattern is it just helps that knob flex and move a little bit more versus the solid knob. Now, now that you got some of the technical things out of the way, I mean, we could talk about how they're saying that it performance is up to 30% longer, and then that performance stays uh, through the life of the tire longer. Look, at I have six hours on the tire on each. Normally, I get about 10 hours on a MX-33 to where I can kind of notice it that it's it's going away. So I'm on it six hours. I don't notice any performance loss yet, but also I didn't notice any performance loss at six hours on the 33. So I can't comment about durability yet. I will do a written review over on my website here. Give me another couple weeks and I put some more time on them. And then we'll do a written review and get that up and get you guys on some durability measures and what we can do. So what you guys want to know, let's just go down to it. Is the four, the 34 better than the 3S? Right now, I will say it's 80% better. And what I mean by 80% better is lean angle traction initially, just like I talked about in Alabama, is better than the 3S. Two and three, that, that vague area that I noticed in Alabama, I am not noticing that as much as I was initially in Alabama because I feel like I was on a different bike, different terrain. I needed more time. So the reason why I say this is because I went to Cal City, which is a track near me up in the high des, and it's soft on top. He disked it. It's wet. And then underneath it has a base similar to Alabama. So it gets down to hard pack. Where this tire is better, this front tire, okay, until I talk about the rear, I'm going to talk about the front. The front tire is better in control areas. So the control for me is the stability inside the rut, how it grabs the rut. It's not as grabby inside the rut. So the control and lean angle within that rut is better than the 3S for me right now. I didn't feel that in Alabama. Another point that I like is if you guys have a track – that gets uh, hard pack in the afternoon, and these, these ruts that form in the morning that's soft, and then they get harder packed. So what I've noticed on the 3S front is my front tire will be hunting and pecking for that rut, or now these ruts, three to four ruts going down the straightaways, they're really close together. If I'm not landing directly inside one of those ruts, my front tire is wandering a little bit. So the control is not quite as there as the 34. The 34, I can kind of just slap down, get inside that rut, and it just stays planted right away. I think some of that is because of the bump compliance of the tire, so the carcass of the tire is better, but for sure, lean angle control is better on the 34 front than the 3S. I appreciate the 3S for its lean angle traction. Now, when it's hard pack, it's not as consistent. The 34 is much more consistent when the track gets harder. That's what I noticed. 
some of these tracks that I ride here in California, they're, they're fine in the morning, and then afternoons are just baked, and the 3S is not quite as consistent, right? There is no other Dunlop front tire that's more consistent than the 3S, so I don't care. Oh, it's hard pack. I'm going to move over to 53. Nope, not as consistent as the 3S. But now the 34 is much more consistent than the 3S as well as the 33. Look, at, I'm not even going to talk about the 33 front because there's no need to because that is not the baseline for me. The baseline front tire for me is the Dunlop MX3S. The 34, much better lean angle control, especially on throttle. When I'm trying to go around a sweeper and set up and I'm looking for that traction on lean angle and I'm pushing that carcass really hard, that control on the 34 is much more consistent than the 3S. I Really found this out yesterday when I was riding at Cal City, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. It's really baked, and the lines are kind of blown out, so you almost got to set up your lines early and then cut down. This is where the tire is really good. The 3S was good initially to bank off of something and then cut down, and then it was vague. Um, But on these flat corners now, this 34, I could really bank off less of – I guess I could say I could bank off less of dirt. So if I got a little pile of dirt just to slam into really quick and then cut down, I don't need that as much on a 34. I guess it's really hard to put into words, but that initial part of the corner that is still kind of built up and then that mid part of the corner that's just blown out to shit, I can really bank down lower and earlier on the 34 versus the MX3S. So I love that. So for me, the 80% part, I will say if the rut and it's soft, if we have soft conditions, the 3S is still a little bit better in areas 2 to 3, but man, not by much. The control is better on the 34. The initial lean is better on the 34. The bump absorption is better on the 34 front. So I'm getting a lot more feeling from the 34 tire than I did the 3S. Uh, The 3S knobbies are tall, and I do get, like I said, I get that nice lean angle feel, but sometimes that tire can roll on me once the carcass breaks down. Dunlop MX3S around 7.4 hours. Yeah, 7.4. That's how much time I have in these tires. 7.4 hours, I notice that carcass gets roll. It, It rolls a lot. So then I feel a little bit more washy in the front end than I do when that 3S is new. 3S new, awesome. I'm six hours into this 34, and I have no none of that feeling, and I have more control, bump absorption, and initial bite coming into corners. So I'm a happy guy. I am pleasantly surprised that looking at the tire, I was like, Egh. looking at the front tire, I wasn't like, overly joyed i was like oh man it has a flatter flatter profile than the 3s the 3s knobs are taller it looks like really aggressive tread i'm like ooh, that looks like traction on the 3s and then you look at the 34 you're like eh, it has some 33 vibes coming to me but then i ride it and i'm like oh that's a lot better so i've been running 12.5 to 13 psi on this 34 front Same with the rear. I'm running 12.5 to 13 on the rear. Hey, we'll be right back. Listen to these commercials. Save yourself some money. Get the discount codes. Live your life happy. We'll be right back with Dunlop MX34 Talk. ScreenPrintingDone.com. My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com. This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like let's go, buddy, or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. ScreenPrintingDone.com T-shirt printing business Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free t-shirts That's what I'm talking about ScreenPrintingDone.com I know it's tough sometimes guys What engine oil should I run? What weight? Synthetic or non-synthetic? It's tough But you guys, I've been running blood lubricants for about two and a half years now I've had great results 
you guys are looking for some great oil, the Barracuda Blood Series 1040 is what we run in all of our test bikes here. Um, it's specifically formulated for the most brutal racing conditions on Earth. Look, heat, high humidity, silt, mud, whatever you got, this Barracuda Blood 1040 can handle it. 1040 is a great weight for most motocross and off-road machines, even though maybe your uh, owner's manual says run 530 or 1050. To me, 1040 is a great weight. Check it out. Barracuda Blood Series. Um, it's been through Baja 1000, the 500, Mint 400, Vegas, Torino, all of our test bikes here, 100% synthetic oil. It's great stuff. Uh, you put it in, and I run about two and a half engine hours. I take it out, and, man, it still comes out pretty damn clean. So you can use the code Kiefer at checkout over at bloodlubricants.com. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. They have all different kinds of stuff. They have suspension oils. They've got sprays, chain lubes, whatever it is for oil-related stuff for your off-road motorcycle. Check out bloodracing.com. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, That'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, Look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar, but yet I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, protaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend, and that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So, protaper.com, they have race cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, protaper.com. You guys want to go check out the new 2023 Yamaha YZs? Thinking about buying one? Or maybe a two-stroke? The new YZ 450F is narrower, more compact, and lighter. It's built to do one thing, go faster. Don't worry, the old tried-and-true 2023 YZ 250F, no changes for 2023, but still the great same shootout-winning 250F. And it's all over at Power Motorsports. Go check them out. Get your new Yamaha from the number one Yamaha dealership in the USA. The pros at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it here. That's right, the one and only Kiefer Tested Podcast. Call or text 503-769-8888 and ask for the power price. I don't even care where you're at in the USA, Maine, California, Florida, Washington. Just go visit them, powermotorsports.com, or hit me up, chris at kieferinktesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over there at Power and let you go rip around on your new scooter. So fun. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and stupid. Time. Why you punish me? Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times. You can reach your full potential. And, of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris, at keyforinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. 
Getting started is super easy with LipPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text, who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? LipPro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and LitPro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate, and uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. Go to LitPro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time, how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LitProLive.com. You like to go ride? Are you over the age of 30 like myself? Well, guess what? There's an association where you can go racing and you have a great time. Five motos over the complete weekend. You can go to oldtimersmx.com, but they're going to change their name to International Vet Motocross Series. You can check them out here very soon. But several races over several months all over the western United States. It's going to be a fun time. And let me tell you guys, I just went racing last week, and it is a great time if you haven't been out racing in quite some time and you're an older gentleman or a lady they have plenty classes for you there's people out there that enjoy riding and racing dirt bikes just like yourself but hey you got to go do it you got to go check them out right now go to oldtimersmx.com but again we're going to change our name up to ivmx international vet motocross association so go look for them and if you have any questions about the series hit me up chris at keyforinktesting.com and we'll get you out there and having some fun, get some gate drops. We are back. Thanks for hanging tight. On with Dunlop MX-34 wrapping. Let's get to the rear now. So same points of positivity to the rear is bump absorption, slap down. That is one of the things that I knew right away, right when I got to Alabama and I went on the track and I overjumped something real quick, as the feeling of the tire, just that slap down feel. There's more give. There's more comfort. Uh, that acceleration chop or that first initial bump coming off throttle, the tires feel a little bit more compliant than the 33. That is a positive right away. I will say braking rear, so rear braking and slide. If you like to rear brake and slide and pivot, the 34 is not for you because there's a lot of grip within that rear tire. I go to slide and, and lock up my rear brake there is less sliding movement on the 34 than there is a 33. So for me, I love that because I'm a front-end steering guy. I don't want my rear end to slide and pivot around. I'm not in a supercross bull turn where I'm I'm coming in and I'm sliding to my brake, rear brake and then sliding around to, to pivot out. I'm not doing that. I'm trying to set up my corners, brake evenly, and not try to lock up or skid into the corner. So for me, there's less of skid on the rear tire, which I like. And lean angle traction in area two and area three is better than the 33, so I like that as well. The thing that I wasn't used to and that you do have an option with Dunlop is they'll give you an option of a 120-80-19 or a 120-90-19. I tried a 90 before, and I wasn't a fan of it on the 33 side. Uh, the boys at Dunlop were like, hey, have you tried a 90 on the third? You know, you want to try it? I'm like, yeah, I'm not really a fan. I've never really been a 90 type of guy. It made my ass in too, feel too high, like stink bug, and just wasn't into it. So I tried a 90 in Alabama and liked it more than the 80 just for bump comfort and also steering in that area two to three for the front tire. So it helped that vague feel a little bit with the 90 rear. Because in, a, in essence, you're getting a taller tire, so you're getting a little bit more cushion. And then if you guys want to set up your bikes for a 120-90-19, either two options. Either A, you can drop your fork down in the clamp, right? That'll bring your front end up to kind of measure for that tire, that rear height of that tire. Or what I do is I drop my sag a millimeter or two. I didn't do that on the new Yamaha. I tried this on the 23YZ450. 
I feel like I'm a little ass in low on this bike anyway. So this 90 really helped the the cornering aspect of the 23YZ450. So I've been running the 120-90-19 with good results and haven't changed up my setup at all. But on a Honda, I feel like I want to change my setup a little bit, drop my sag or drop my fork a little bit um, just to raise that front end up. So if you guys are looking for a little bit more front end feel, try the 120-90 on your 450. It doesn't go on a 250F. A 250F, you can run a 110-90-19. But this 120-90 does help bump absorption. And for me, it's better if you guys have one of those type of tracks where it's soft in the morning and then goes a little bit hard pack in the afternoon time. The 90 is really good in the afternoon. If you guys are running soft, really soft ruts, and uh, especially something like a Loretta Lens where you have all different kinds of tires, Going to a 110-90-19 on a 450 is not that bad. Actually, it's pretty good. It really does help cornering, but you're not going to get as much bump comfort. So for you guys emailing me, asking me, hey, can I run a 110-90 on my 450? Yes, you can, but just make sure the condition is optimal for that tire on your bike. Otherwise, you're just going to be lighting up that rear tire with all that 450 power. And yes, I don't care if you're, 250F doesn't come with the 110 sizing. You can run a 110 with every single 250F out there right now. I know Honda still has a 190. You can put a 110-90 on a 250F and you're good. So the 34 in almost every area is a better tire than its predecessor. And the 33, uh, I'm happy that I have a front tire now that I can bank off of and trust. It has control. So for me, I think if you're a Dunlop guy and this is what you want to try, I think the 34 is a much better tire. They will be out sometime this month, later this month, if they're not already out now. And um, one thing I do want to mention, I, I weighed these tires. So we, as vet guys, <laughs> as vet guys, we, we're worried about weight. And I'm guilty of this a little bit as well, okay? Um the actual, the 34 rear tire is heavier than the 33. I did not even think about that when I rode it. It didn't feel like that at all. So I will say this. If you guys do weigh these tires, you will notice that the 34 is heavier than the 33 by almost one pound. Crazy. So when I just weighed these tires before I did the show, the 33, uh, 120-80-19 was 12.2 pounds. Uh the 34 is 13.1 pounds on the 120-80-19. Crazy enough, the 120-90 taller tire is lighter than the 80 at 12.8 pounds. Crazy. Uh, the front tire, 8.6. The 34 uh, front tire, 33, is 8.2. So a little bit heavier front, uh, but not that bad. Yes, there is unsprung weight. There is some things to that, but... For me, if I am not getting that much negative feedback from unsprung weight, which is suspension reaction, uh, bump reaction, uh, I'm getting a better feeling motorcycle because I have more lean angle traction, I'm all for it. So if a tire is a little bit heavier, I'm not going to complain about it as long as the performance is there for me. I have ridden tires that are really light, that are really good for a short amount of time. The Hoosier was really good in that aspect the Pirelli was good in that aspect as well as like it's a lighter tire but performance wasn't uh wasn't there for that long like literally two hours and then my performance was gone because the carcass was so soft and uh, pliable that I wasn't getting enough consistent lean angle feel so with the Dunlop 34 you're getting a little bit of heavier tire but you're getting consistency and you're getting traction which which is awesome so for me, I'm in. Just want to throw it out out there because I know some media outlets probably are going to talk about the weight, and I just want to throw that out there for you guys before you guys start talking shit on the weight of this tire. So kudos to the guys at Dunlop. Good job to Jesse and Clark. Um, I, I think you guys have done a great job with this 34 tire. It is a better Dunlop tire, one of the best ones that I have uh, ridden with in quite a long time. I'm sure we can go back and talk about the 756RR and things what I really liked. But again, 
The longevity of that tire wasn't great, but had great traction. The 3S was a great tire. Longevity wasn't that great, but it had great performance. But I think as hard as it is, there is a little bit of uh, weaving durability and performance within this tire. More so on the performance side, which I'm about. So I want to be able to ride hard as I can and not worry about my tires being inconsistent. Look, it, there's enough inconsistencies with riding in general as a human being. I'm going to have, I'm going to f- screw up. I almost said F. I'm going to screw up a lot as a rider. I don't need my tires being one of those variables that I have to worry about. So Dunlop did a great job with the 34. I like it. Uh, I'm not jumping the gun on this. So you're not going to hear me come back a year and a half later and be like, hey, the 34 sucks now. I'm out. Um, I, I made sure I rode it at different types of tracks before I opened my mouth. So um, you guys should be feeling confident that you can get these tires and be happy. Again, 12.5 to 13 PSI is the the right, the right range for this. Excuse me. And uh, for me, I wouldn't drop it any lower than that unless you're running ultra heavy duty tubes, then uh, which I don't recommend. But if you're just running a standard tube to heavy duty, 12.5 to 13 is great. Before I leave you guys, I really want to complain about one thing. Maybe not complain, but maybe just wish. I don't know how many of you guys out there um, that would love to ride spec tires. For me, I have ridden spec tires in the past, specifically a front spec tire. It changes your life. A front spec tire is like a, a woman that you meet that cooks you dinner does your laundry, never complains, is is insanely beautiful. And she goes to sleep maybe at 3 p.m. <laughs> There's a short window, right? You don't get her all day. That is what a spec tire is like for me. Like, you're going to get performance, lean angle traction, bump comfort, but the window is going to be shorter, right? You're not going to have that for 10 hours. Maybe you'll have it for two to three hours. Maybe, maybe. But there is a market for that. I'm asking Dunlop to make spec tires for the average consumer so us idiots out there can have the most traction, the most comfort, the most lean angle feel that we've ever felt ever in life on a motorcycle. Because if you're listening to this, I can guarantee you've never ridden a spec tire. You don't even know what it feels like. It is unbelievable how far you can lean into a corner. You're worried about your front end washing out? Nope. Don't worry about it. Spec tire's there for you. So I'm asking Dunlop, if anybody from Dunlop is listening to this show, make a spec tire for us consumers, the ones that the guys race on Saturday night at Supercross. Make that tire. Make a limited edition spec tire. Mark it up. Make a $300 tire. It'll sell. Some of you guys are like, oh, fudge that, Kiefer. I ain't going to buy it. Okay, it's not for you. You can go buy the 34. No problem. But I can guarantee you these tires will be sold out. You will sell every single one of these tires. I will be one of those stupid idiots that will purchase these tires when I race because they are that good. Maybe not a rear tire. They are really good. Don't get me wrong. But the front tire will change your life. The front spec tire will change your life. I said it twice because that's how much I believe in the spec tire. Dunlop, if you're out there listening in this big, giant world of ours, dear Dunlop Japan, make some spec tires. Make a limited amount. Do a test run. Uh, I don't know if we can sell them. It's, it's expensive. They're really expensive, and they, and they don't last. Okay. Give us that. Market that. When you introduce these tires, market them as, hey, you consumers out there that want a race tire, here it is. It will not last, but you will have the most traction you've ever felt in your life for two weekends of racing. That's it. That's it. Bring it out up front. It's not going to last long, but you're going to be overwhelmed with your two motos on Sunday or your four motos on Sunday, you're going to be like, I can corner. I am Eli Tomac. (laughs) 
That's what it makes you feel like. It's that big of a change. Uh, I've had a couple interviews with people that say, what's the biggest, the most noticeable thing for, from factory bikes to production bikes? And I say, tires. Just because it's unbelievable how much traction you feel. They're light. Uh, your bike reacts better. It feels a little bit lighter. You have better lean angle traction. So there's just a lot of positives within a spec tire. The negative is they'll chunk, they'll break, they don't last, and they last. The shelf life is a very, very minimal amount of time. But that's okay. You can tell us this up front and not hide behind it and just say, hey, man, this ain't going to last that long, but you're going to have a great time for X amount of motos. No problem. They'll sell. I promise you. You mark them up, they'll sell. You'll make money, and you'll sell all of them. So that is my spiel to you, Dunlop. Try to do that. See if you can do that. I don't know if it's possible, but I feel like you could do it. I feel like you can. If you're making them anyway for the Supercross racers, make X amount of more for us idiots out there that will buy them because you're just giving them away anyway to these Supercross racers. They ain't paying for them. We'll pay for them. We will. I will lead the charge. If there is a picket line about spec tires, I'll be in the front. Please. Okay, that's it. All right. Thanks for joining me. Uh, this is the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast. Thank you for joining me. If you guys have any questions about the MX34, Chris at KieferInkTesting.com. I'm happy to help you within reason. You ask me an intelligent question, I will try to give you an intelligent answer. You ask me a dumb question, you might get a dumb answer. But I'm here to help you as much as I can to guide you in the right direction. Uh, I will say this too. There is a lot of choices for out there out there for you guys to get tires. Um, there are other great brands of tires out there. I'm not going to sit here and say there isn't. There is. Um, but I'm really liking what's coming from Dunlop, their technology. I've seen what they're doing um, at the facility. And uh, I'm a big R&D guy myself, so I get it. I understand it. And it's nice that they're open and honest and willing to share that with me. So I think it's really cool. Uh, you can look out for another brand of tire. Maxxis is coming out with their tire as well. I'm sending a, a bunch of guys over there to go test that tire. I will have a set of tires myself to test, so we will talk about that on the show as well, as well on my website. There will be an article about the new Maxxis tire. So that is cool that another brand is uh, coming out with a soft to intermediate terrain tire as well as a mid to hard terrain. So I'm all about more choices for the consumer. Within this show and my website, we're here to tell you about everything that is coming out and if it's worth your money. So that's what we're here to do. So thank you for joining me. I will be back next week. We'll be talking about some modifications uh, to another colored machine because we've had the KTM, we've had the Honda, we've had the Yamaha, and we have the KX250. So I have two more brands of motorcycles, mods that work. We're going to talk about that as well as 2024 bikes. Holy shit, we're already here. 2024 bikes are here, and we're going to be talking about those tests as well. And if you see me at the track, come by the truck or van. Say hi. Let's talk about your bike. Whatever it is, I'm here to help you guys and bullshit. So looking forward to it. We'll see you at the track or right here on the show. Thanks for joining me.